0: Hey friends, December is here. Christmas is here. What do you want this year? I bet it's peace. Peace in your relationships and holiday gatherings. Who doesn't want that? Well, the greatest gift we could get would be to feel loved and extended grace for who we really are. I mean, loving grace is the very gift that God is inviting us to unwrap this season. And loving and grace is the very gift that we can give to others this year. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm here to help you feel satisfied in your closest relationships, starting with a relationship with God and yourself. I know what it's like to endure the holidays without much peace, and I know what it's like to struggle to feel fully known or deeply loved. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where you will find grace and freedom to not just survive this holiday season, but to thrive as you accept God's invitation to friendship and intimacy with Him simply by being honest. Pull on your apron. (laughs) Totally kidding. I don't need an apron to pour a muffin mix out of the box, but grab your hot drink. I'm gonna have hot chocolate with marshmallows. What are you gonna have? We have time to chat while these muffins bake. Hey guys, so I'm here today again with my daughter
1: Kate. Kate, can you say hello? Introduce yourself. Hello, I am Kate Kendall. I am 14 years old and I do dance and theater. Well, like well, well. <laughs>
0: I think everybody should know that. Most people who follow us probably already do know that, right? Right. What is your favorite dance?
1: Um, I don't think I have a favorite. I like all of them for different reasons. Modern is very expressive and then hip. You are very is
0: expressive. Very
1: yeah. like modern is more emotions and then hip hop is more just upbeat and joyful, I think. And okay. then, you know. What else do I do? I do theater and then musical theater. So,
0: are you enjoying mu- musical theater this I year? I am.
1: This is my first year of it. It's pretty fun.
0: What are you liking about it most?
1: Um, I also just the expressiveness in a fun way.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, do you think we're going to talk about self confidence today? Do you think that dance has increased your self confidence, or do you think that you were already self confident so it was easy for you to step into dance?
1: Um I think I've always been a pretty expressive confident kid as far as I know but I think dance has definitely helped me in a way of talking in front of people cuz I feel like when you're not confident you don't talk in front of people and you don't like want to show your voice or yourself like you don't want to be in the front and in dance I have performed for so long that It's just become a natural thing to talk to people.
0: Okay. So it's increased your confidence in some ways that maybe you weren't as confident before. Yes. Maybe. Okay. So like I said, we're going to talk about self-confidence. And the honest, ugly truth is that most people don't have very much self-confidence. There's a lot of adults walking around that that they just don't have a lot of self-confidence. Do you think that's built in the early years as kids?
1: Definitely.
0: Definitely. So do you... Are you... Would you agree that if you're not a confident kid, that you may not step into being a confident adult?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Okay, so that's like a transition, and a a confident kid turns into a confident
1: because you're not confident. Like some people are just genuinely confident, but usually when people are confident, it's because they're masking the things they don't want people to see. Like you know, real bubbly people. Some people are just genuinely. Generally bubbly, but then some of them are just masking that, and so confidence doesn't happen overnight. It happens through a process. Okay, can you explain that process? You think? So for me, I have always been told that I am beautiful and all of that things, like even by my brothers, or especially Brett and and um, he like. Every time he sees me, he's like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty. And so it's just something that has always been beaten to me, even if, like, there's some people that are like, ah, you're, you know, whatever. But it's like, for me, I've always looked in the mirror and see that. Okay. Yes. And also, like, adults that aren't confident, like, can't usually teach their kids to be confident. But then just, like, modeling, I guess, is really important. Like, even if you're not confident, act like you are, because then you will be.
0: So then we're back to wearing the mask. Yeah. (laughs) Then we're back to wearing the mask. So is that good? Or should maybe a parent be working on their own identity? Yeah, I
1: didn't mean, like, you know, I didn't mean fake it. I just mean, (laughs) like, you know, try, and then you will be.
0: Just like you have told me before that, Mama, just because you struggled with your identity doesn't mean – That I have because you taught me. So I was able to teach you things that I haven't fully grasped yet. Yeah. So do you think a lot of parents show up and they feel like they can't speak into their kids because they're not there yet?
1: Yeah. But if you think about it, like, as an artist, when you paint, you have a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, they don't know anything until they're taught, right? So even if you're not confident they don't know that you're not confident because they don't know what confidence is. So if you are not confident and then you act like you're not confident and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm so blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's what they think is normal and that's what they think they should be doing too. Even if they're not what they think they are, like, I don't know an example, but,
0: you know, just... You're making sense. So when a mother looks in the mirror and talks about how fat she is or how big her butt looks, what do you think that does to a young girl who isn't struggling with her weight and who doesn't have a big butt? Do you think that's damaging to a girl's self-esteem?
1: Yeah. Especially if, like, the daughter thinks that their mother is beautiful yeah, like, that's something that I've always done. I've always thought, <laughs> beautiful, and then you don't, and so then it's like, what are you talking about? Like, what is the standard of beauty? Right, because this distorts beauty it. Beauty should just be confidence. It shouldn't be a look.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so you mentioned about how your brothers tell you you're pretty. You've always been told beautiful, whatever. That that can all that can be a superficial confidence. And so, how do we teach our daughters? How would you encourage your friends? Because we know that beauty, you know, God looks at the heart, man looks at the outward outward appearance and, you know, that whole whatever phrase, beauty is only skin deep or whatever. But we know people that might not be that physically attractive on the outside, but their hearts, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're laughing, but you know, it's true, right? But their hearts are so beautiful that they just, beauty really does explode out of them. So today, when we're talking about self-confidence, let's, talk about how we can encourage our daughters not so much with flattery, and your brothers never flattered you. yeah, um, but definitely not no, yeah. definitely not. But how do we teach a confidence like in this deep place of our hearts where we truly see ourselves as God sees us? Instead Mm -hmm. of just an outward shell of oh you're so pretty or oh you're Mm -hmm. so athletic or oh you're so smart because girls just want to be seen right they want to seen for be seen for more than their beauty and more than their athletic ability and more than their grades on papers right they want to what do they what do you want to be seen for but that's I've never asked you that what do you want to be known like not known for you specifically but what is the heart cry of a teenage girl to be known. Does that question um, make
1: sense? Kind of. Um so for a teenage girl it's going to be their most important thing like I think if their most exciting feature about themselves is that they are kind, they want to be recognized as kind or if they're helpful that that's like because you know you don't want to or their worst feature about themselves that too like if they don't like their nose they're like oh when people say oh your nose is so pretty out of the blue it's like Really? Like I've never liked my nose. I'm not saying that for me. I, I have no problem with my nose. <laughs> I'm just saying she <laughs> has such a cute nose. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, like it's it's nice to be recognized as something that you want to be. I guess.
0: Okay, so like, like when a character. I was little.
1: Train. I really wanted to be tough. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. when people would say I was tough, I felt so like just Empowered. empowered. But also, like for the question of how do you. Uh, what was it how do you tell like kind in the inside I guess
0: yeah what do you really want to be seen for yeah
1: is that no, what we're talking the other about question that you asked before this
0: I think the question was how do you instill a deep self-confidence from deep within on the inside our identity and Christ who he says we are versus just this outward flattery or the things that we're good at good at on the outside
1: yeah that's that's what I was thinking of um my points are kind of all over the place, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, no. does not fall far from the tree. Do you know what um, that phrase means? Yes. Okay. Um, like I think making not necessarily a physical list or like writing it down, but in your head, um, make a list of some of things that God says you are, and or like of who you want to be. So if you want to be kind, us, uh, loving, you know tender-hearted or or whatever you want to be then think about that and like compliment them on that I guess or ask them you know what is your most important what do you want to be I guess how do you like, want to show up in life how do you yes. yes and just randomly compliment them about that even if it's hard to be like you know say they're not being very nice to you right now and you're like oh, I just want to Tell her off, you know? Yes. But that's not going to build self-confidence because parents are, like, they're the people that you want to please the most. Yes. And if you're not pleasing them, then you're not confident in yourself. Yes. So, what –
0: say a girl your age stumbles upon this podcast. What if they don't have parents speaking life into them? Or – say parents are listening to this? And what if they're not the parents that are speaking life? What if they're the critical parents who are always pointing at the negative? How does that make, because I've struggled with that with you guys, it's really easy for me to see what could be better. And so I might not always use my gift of encouragement in the best way. So what does that do to a girl's heart? When you are showing up with the character that you want, but it goes unnoticed. Or it goes, like, not called out by the people that you expect to love you the most.
1: Um, Can I just say, I think that's one of the biggest problems. Like, not a big problem. I'm not saying you're doing everything wrong. I'm just saying, like... Are you pointing at me or anybody? No, anybody. (laughs) Not you. I'm just saying, like, in general people want to please their parents, even if they're like, oh, you know, I don't care what she thinks. Like, she's just, like, whatever. They do. That's that's the that's the whole, like, you know, your parents are the ones who, like, they're the ones who raise you. You know, you want them to be proud of you. And so, someone who's not supportive, I guess, is that the word? So, you, you just repeated the question to me of, what does it feel like? Does it crush somebody when, they are happy with themselves but their parents still aren't. Like not that they're not happy with them, but they're you know, they don't show that.
0: Or maybe it, they don't show it in the way that
1: that they need it. The yet. kid needs it. Yeah. Um, but I think it is crushing because, you know, like like I said earlier, they want them to be proud of them and if they're not, it is crushing and that is hard because I mean it would be to everybody, like that's all ob- kinda obvious. But um, I think, um, I think at some point you have to be glad with yourself, no matter how other people presume you, like, as a parent that isn't super supportive of your kids, that I don't think that's necessarily, that's not a good thing, in my opinion, like, you know, I'm I'm a kid, I think we need support, everyone needs support. Um, Anyone
0: that's going to pop on here probably desires to support their kid. Yes. And so they're not the parents that aren't supportive. Maybe they're the parents that don't know how, like they didn't have the tools themselves Mm -hmm. and they're still working on their identity. So it's not that they're not supportive. They just don't know how to speak life and truth into their kids. Yeah. Especially their teenage daughters. Yeah. So speak into that on maybe you could encourage moms that are just at a loss. Like, how do I teach self-confidence to my daughter? What would you say there? What would you say to these moms who do want to be supportive and they do want to be life-giving and they do see their kids' good qualities, but maybe they just don't know how to speak that into them without sounding like they're nagging?
1: Yeah. Um, So... For the people that do see their kids' good qualities, I think say something. Like I think some people say you don't have a really good relationship with your kids, you get scared to say something supportive because it's like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm dorky, you know? It's awkward. But it's it's awkward. But it's it's gonna make it more it's gonna be you reaching out to them instead of just waiting for them to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Because in reality a lot of times, We're not going to reach out to you because of the past where you haven't reached out to us. Not because you don't want to, because you don't know how to. And
0: not only that, because if it hasn't been modeled that a parent moves forward first, then a kid probably doesn't have that quality, even though they desire it.
1: And I think if I was speaking to your kid, I would, you know, say at some point you have to to learn to like – be confident in yourself and that has to come from within you you know if you want to be confident you have to you have to practice like that you can't just be like oh i'm confident now
0: right you but know? where does confidence come from
1: it comes from like god and the lord and because in the bible it says i forget which the numbers and all that stuff <laughs> um but like it says you know i am a child of god and i am chosen and i am you know, all these things are chosen. We
0: are chosen. Yes. We are chosen.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, don't you have something? I do.
0: I have a printable that has these lists of um, scripture affirmations that I am chosen. I am loved. I am accepted. Yeah. You can get that printable in the show notes and print it out for you and your daughter. So you guys can speak that over yourself.
1: Yeah. And I think also add, um, if, as it, for a parent, whoa, little word stutter there. Um, if you are real with your kid and say, hey, I'm not confident either, but I'll want to be. Let's work on this together. Let's work on this together and try and build each other up and, you know, be like, hey, I, you know, you look great today. And yeah, you know, what you did for your little brother the other day was awesome. I'm so proud of you. And then, you know, give them time to say things back to you because it's not normal for either of you. And you've had a little more life than we have
0: <laughs> right. There have been times in my life, and you know, my parenting relationship with you, that I have spoken lies over myself or um mm-hmm. condemning things yep. and <laughs> certain things that maybe they were so habitual that I didn't even notice, but you noticed, yeah. and you have constantly called me out on those things and held mm-hmm. me accountable. And so I would just like to say to the moms that give your give your kids, give your daughters especially permission to call you out. When you're not being self confident, when you are speaking lies or death or condemnation or just negative feedback over yourself. Yeah,
1: like, hey, did you did you just say that about yourself? Like you told me not to say that about myself and you're saying it about yourself? Right. That's okay. not you know. That's right. not okay.
0: And give them permission to do that and, and when they do it then just say, you know what? Thank you. I didn't even realize I said it, but thank you. Because like I've given Kate permission to call me on my crap and man, I didn't realize how much crap (laughs) I had, but she seems to call it out quite a bit. And she knows, or I feel like, you know, I could be totally off my rocker here, but I feel like, you know, that it's going to be a safe place to land. Yeah. Even if I'm hungry. Or on my period, I might react instead of respond, but you know I hear you. Yes. And you know I always come around. And
1: and that being said, we are, yes, we are young, but it's also, we have bad days too, and we're hungry too, and we have yeah. periods too. And it's, it, there needs to be grace for us to react to. Mm-hmm. Because, yes. yes, that is not necessarily good a good thing to react. I think we all need to learn to what does it? Respond. respond instead of react. But, you know, it's it's mimicked by if you're reacting from when we were little, you're exactly going to react when when we're older. You're exactly. It's right. just the way like that's how, you know, see monkey do. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Monkey see monkey is. do.
0: And there's been, been many a times in our relationship where I might be frustrated with one of your siblings mm-hmm. and take it out on you. And you always, always. We're not supposed to use extremes, mm-hmm. but you always, yeah. <laughs> you always um, say, just because you're frustrated with him doesn't mean that you can treat me like that or take it out on me or whatever.
1: There's only hymns, so if he's, he's not, not calling out. anybody out. There's only hymns. There's only
0: hymns. Yeah. Kate is the fourth girl, the fourth, the fourth child, only girl. <laughs> Three yeah. boys, one, one girl. Um, but but I've appreciated that, even if it annoyed me in the moment, you holding me accountable to that has been very fruitful. And I yeah. think maybe me allowing you that responsibility of calling me on that crap mm-hmm. might not only increase your self-confidence, but it grows us together in a yeah. deeper relationship because of the accountability. Yeah. Do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. I do.
0: One thing I want to touch on before we wrap up is you said something to me, I don't know, within the last year, you said that you always grew up hearing everyone talk about your brothers having good work ethic, but not, you never heard it for yourself. And you knew deep inside that you had good work ethic, but nobody ever called your good work ethic out. And I remember saying something about, well, that's always because they were you know, hired to mow or pick up branches or whatever. And so it was just noticed. And I knew that you were a hard worker, but other people didn't see it. So what You you and I have talked about that in the past, but what advice would you give either to the parents or to help the parents understand how kids feel when, I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but how did that make you feel knowing that, man, I want to be known for a good work ethic too, but nobody's calling that out in me? How did it make you feel?
1: I mean, I I think I really didn't. Think about it as much until I did get a job mm. and realized that people did compliment me on it more. Yeah, because I got a job and I started, you know, doing that kind of stuff. As to where when I was little, I didn't because you know, I mean, I'm not gonna right. go mow along when I have three brothers to do it. Like right. I'm, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's kind of devastating just because it's it's. You just want to be seen. You, yeah, you just wanna. I mean, if I can do it too, then you know. Who's to say that I can't? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, but I think it also kind of made me work harder. Like, not that that's a good thing, I guess, to, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to show you, but you know what I mean? Like, That's what I was
0: going to say. So where do we find the balance of working to be seen? Like, we want to be seen, but we don't want to fall into that trauma response of, doing things to be approved or accepted yeah so how do we keep that balance just like i've all i don't know that i should say always but i've tried to teach you guys to stay in your confidence in christ Mm -hmm. being completely humble in yourself so how do you stay in that balance of working as if working for the lord but Mm -hmm. also just desiring to be seen for how you show up in life by others um i think a sense of a
1: accomplishment is a little play, I guess, if that is the right wording. Like, if I... Um, complete something that has been a goal of mine or I get up and go to work or I work and somebody's like oh my gosh like I I'm 14 and I have a job at an ice cream shop and every older elder elderly person that comes in there and my boss is there with me they're like where did you find this kid how old is she and (laughs) she's like oh she's 14 isn't she great and they're like yeah, like, you know, and then they talk to me, they're like, You keep it up, you know, you do like keep doing what you're doing because you're you're special, like Right. And so that is a sense of accomplishment of like, oh, I wanna keep doing this because it if it fills you up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when people compliment you, it fills you up, but it's also not to search it. It's like the um the I don't know if it's a Bible verse or just a saying, but of um you know If you do good for others, you will feel good? What is the...
0: (laughs) Those who pour out will themselves be filled. Yes, that. Or those who water will themselves be... (laughs) Yes, yeah. It feels good to do things for other people. It's always poured back to you. It's always given back to you. So
1: say you're cleaning your grandmother's house because she's paying you or because you just want to. It feels good to have the accomplishment because... Yeah. It just, it just does like, that's the way we're made.
0: Well, what, how would you feel about your job if nobody else for the rest of the time that you work there came in and said, oh my gosh, how old is this girl? Keep her. What if nobody else said anything good about you? Would your motivation still be able to be self like intrinsic motivation to where you could just be completely secure and self-confident in yourself if nobody else saw how awesome I think you are?
1: <laughs> um, I think it'd be harder, but I think because of that, still, that accomplishment of like, oh, I'm skipping ice cream and I'm, I think I'm doing great and nobody's complained. <laughs> you know, right. Like, nobody's complained about Maybe
0: me. nobody's complimented, but if but nobody's complained. If
1: nobody's complained, then I'm doing fine. <laughs> like that, I don't know. Yeah, that's
0: good. Okay, so I guess we're at our time limit. Is there anything else you want to encourage? parents, moms or even maybe a word just personally that can give parents insights into maybe teenage daughters because we have a lot of friends that say I don't know how to get my daughter to this or that or to become this or that and people ask me a lot of times like what did you do with Kate for her to be so great? <laughs> Kate the great. So I guess my question is what what do you think the key ingredient for you to be
1: self-confident is? I think the key ingredient of confidence would be, well, for one, I think confidence looks a little different for everyone just because of different personalities and what you want to be known as of what we were talking about earlier, but I think the key would be is to know who God says you are and to know, you know, who you want to be, and if you're not who you want to be, you're not going to be confident because not the way you look, but because of the, you're not who you want to be. If you're not kind, or if you're, like, being, if you want to be kind, but you're mean, yeah, going to be it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but also, I think relating for parents, like relating and saying, "Hey, I'm not confident either," and that's a normal mm. struggle. Yeah, would be a big thing for parents to kind of see into our lives because, um, like, if it's you know, if say if you, um, were saying. Oh, you know, I'm this confident person, and I'm blah 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 blah. But we see you behind closed doors, and we see you in the mirror. It's like, oh, well, they're not telling the truth. I don't wanna, I don't wanna be a part of that. You know, what right? I mean? because I if that's confidence. You, I don't want it. I don't tell you what that I'm not confident because not very trustworthy. Your confidence anyway. <laughs> isn't real. You know. Yeah. So relating. I think would
0: be a big like, thing. And being honest. Yeah. Which is what this whole podcast is yeah. about. Being honest with the Lord creates intimacy. So being mm-hmm. honest with our kids, do you, would is that yeah. fair to say that yeah. that also creates intimacy Definitely. and trust? Yeah. And a deeper connection?
1: Definitely.
0: Okay. Well, signing off. Oh, there's the oven. Muffins are ready. I hope today's episode invited you into a deeper connection and intimacy with God. I want to hear from you to hear what's on your heart this holiday season. What are you struggling with most? Go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community, and you can chime in there about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to The Honest Ugly, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. If you feel stuck and you don't know how you're going to move forward this next year, book a coaching session with me. I would love to help you know how to respond to God's invitation to find healing in intimacy. Merry Christmas, friends. You are fully known and deeply loved. Nothing you do will make God love you more, and nothing you do will make Him love you less.